Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to... Good Talks with Mark and Marie. My name is Mark Little. And my name is Marie Murataya. Uh, and this episode is brought to you by the good people at Bean Chata. Bean Chata, a bean beverage for when horchata just won't do. Bean Chata, please drink responsibly. Very good. Thank you. You know, it feels good... To be back. It's been a long, long, long time. A whole, what, 15, 20 minutes? At least. And honestly, hey. in those past 15 or 20 minutes, I've consumed a lot of sugar. Oh my gosh, me too. We just had nothing but cakes, folks. And I will tell you that they are delicious. And um, are they nutritious? Well, depends on how you define nutritious. It's true. It's true. We got a lot of our carbs in for the day. Yeah. Carbed up. Definitely Sugared got some up. sugar in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any anyone is recommending that people get more sugar in their diet. Uh, but if they are, whoever that person is, yeah, we got you covered. Yeah. There you go. Nothing bunt cakes. Nothing bunt cakes. Uh, speaking of eating healthy, mm-hmm. um, Weight Watchers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, was, I was reading about them today because I was looking at stocks and stuff, and their stock, I guess, plummeted Hmm. um when When oprah took over no not when oprah took over (laughs) just Uh, totally kidding love oprah when oprah jumped in um they got a nice little spike but uh, they changed their name to they tried to rebrand themselves as ww uh Mm -hmm. as opposed to just weight watchers and i did not know that and um they were talking about they're trying to you know jump in on the whole trend of of wellness as opposed to just counting weight watchers yeah exactly so it's not so much worried about weight but uh instead being worried about not worried about but focused on um wellness and like a holistic lifestyle approach because the idea that um wellness is something that you continue even after you've hit your ideal goal sure right so I'm, i'm like oh okay that's cool um but it's just interesting to see you know, and within the article, there's they're interviewing a couple different people, um, and one person is talking about like you never switch your company to just initials when no one just calls you those initials anyways. Mm. So it's not like it's not like people call Coca Cola CC. You know, mm-hmm. so if Coca Cola were to change their name to CC, sure. people would be like, "What? Like, what is this?" And right. Then, and the problem is, then you have to reeducate everyone. To now understand that although you're the same company, mm-hmm. you have a different name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's hard. So I just thought that was I just thought that was interesting. Just kind of uh, in one sense, the power of your name and um, maybe oversimplifying things. I guess I don't know. But then also, yeah. also they were talking about um, they're suffering. Weight Watchers as a company is suffering a little bit thanks to. Uh, the keto diet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, them and all the people that are getting gout. Wow, geez. Just <laughs> I guess so. Those no. poor gout-stricken uh, keto dieters. Yeah, you know, diets. You're not convinced by the keto diet or what? Um, It's interesting because I'm not... 
I'm not intrigued by it. I'm oh, not. Okay. Um, it's nothing that I would want to do. I'm not a big meat eater as it is. Yeah. Um, and dairy cheese is something that makes my skin freak the heck out. Mm, yeah. So I, I have no and fat too. Like I notice when I have heavy fats um, in my diet on it. You know, if I'm eating, if I notice I'm eating a lot of bacon and maybe a couple uh, things of red meat throughout the week or something like that. Like I yeah. notice my skin. And I have sensitive skin, so um, I just know what works for my body and what doesn't. And meat in large amounts and cheese and fats in large amounts don't necessarily work for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I see people having good results. But you know what's interesting? And I don't know. I have no scientific backing on keto. Yeah. But I notice it's working more for men. At least the, the people that I've talked to, I have a lot of girlfriends who them and their husbands or their boyfriends are doing it. Mm-hmm. And their boyfriends are like, because first of all, I think the main idea for a lot of people has been to lose weight. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's supposed to help, you know, with other, there's other health benefits, but I don't really know. Yeah. It's supposed to make, supposed to make your mind operate yeah. uh, or your brain operate uh, better because you're mm-hmm. now burning ketones. And it gives you more energy. Yeah, exactly. People um, say they can sleep less um, and still feel just as sure. good, just as sharp and everything like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, uh, I just noticed that when it comes, when the ideal is to lose weight from it, I notice that men are having more success from the people that I've talked to. And that's not a lot of people. So don't quote me and don't think that I'm trying to know everything here. But it's just interesting. Um, hmm. And I know that, you know, even with, because you and I have done those cleanses and things like that. And yeah. uh, they've affected us differently. And yeah. men, I mean, men and women are just different. But sure. yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not totally convinced by the keto diet. Yeah. Um, I also... I don't like to be so restricted with yeah. my options when I eat. So, well, I think the thing is, for some people, it's very helpful that for them to to have strict restrictions mm-hmm. and to be like, sure. I know I can't eat bread, and I know I cannot. If I want to win this diet, <laughs> I can't touch carbs at all. You know, yeah, or like more than twenty grams a day, or like whatever, whatever it is. the number. Yeah, um, but. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've seen it work for, I've definitely seen it work for people like my aunt does it. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's lost like 30 pounds. No, I'm so happy for her and uh, her husband. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. And they've been, they've just been feeling better. Yeah. So their transformation has been very impressive. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know, something that is interesting and I don't know, it could be just a total load of crap. Um, But I've seen different websites and stuff talk about uh, people from different regions like thrive more on different diets i 100 percent think that that's true yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i can't just i i mean it makes sense like someone if your ancestors grew up in alaska for the past two thousand years that you know you're going to be a little bit uh happier uh biologically speaking if you're eating nothing but you know seal fat and whatever and fish and like all the stuff you're used to eating as opposed to like integrating whatever like right. plants that are from uh, the Amazon, I don't yeah. know. Well, it has a lot to do with what your body is used to and what your hormones are used to. Um, it has a lot to do with what you're get getting prenatally as an infant or and an, as an infant. Um, 
that affects how and again not really a scientist but um, whoa you're not really a scientist. I'm, the, I, I'm not a food scientist not, not a, a nutritionist scientist, huh? i don't know the scientific behind all of this i just no. know what i've researched very surface level ish um that you know you we all have our own individual makeup and so things are gonna affect like i i didn't eat a lot of carbs or sugar for three days mm-hmm. from when well, your birthday was yesterday so i was wasn't eating them from like Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And uh-huh. then yesterday I knew I was like, well, it's your birthday. We're going to have cake and whatever. Yeah. And, um, okay. I didn't sleep well last night. Oh yeah. At all. Oh, after eating the carbs and stuff. Yeah. I think, well, and the sugar or like I, I slept well, I slept, but I woke up feeling so tired this morning. Like, Interesting. like hey, hung over. Yeah. It affects your body differently. No, I definitely, I definitely notice that too. When I eat a lot of carbs, like I've been trying to eat more lately to just put on some muscle and stuff. Sure. When I eat a ton of carbs, I wake up in the morning like that taste in my mouth, Ugh. just feeling, mm-hmm. feeling kind of sick. And I think that is the only reason that I do um, consider doing something like the keto diet. Not sure. That, not that I really like want to do it or need to do it yeah um but and not even necessarily the keto diet but just like restricting carbs because that's something i was doing for a long time mm-hmm. really restricting the carbs yeah you i <clears throat> i remember you doing it not too long ago yeah no just it's only been the past few months that i've been eating more carbs well yeah i know but i do notice that it's like it's a it's a whole new world it's it's easy to overdo it and just be yeah like, god I'm feeling like I need to be in a coma right now. Yeah. yeah. It, and and I think that's at least something you and I can both agree on. But then that's on how the they flip side, me. when your carbs are way too low, that I thought you were saying the past few days when you were eating no carbs or whatever, um, you couldn't sleep. Yeah. No, because I was still eating carbs. So I was, but I just wasn't doing it to the extent that I had been. Oh, and I, I think see. because the thing is, we eat a lot of our meals or a couple times a week we eat together and so when you have a lot of carbs you make rice i end up eating it and i love rice it's really hard for me to say no to that rice so um i've definitely my diet's been seeing a lot more of that and then when i took those away i kept in like the sweet potatoes yeah um i still put banana every other day in my smoothie and like things like that but um i took away the rice i took away bread and um, that for three days in a row, and it only takes typically three days for your body to start to get used to something like that. And so, um, when I woke up this morning after eating a bunch of carbs and cake, yeah, it didn't feel good. You're like, you're like this ain't it. <laughs> yeah, but like you're saying, um, when you don't have enough carbs, uh, that's also for me. It's been negative too. Oh sure, because that's like. I mean, that's the, if you're really going extreme on the no carb, that's like the beginning of uh, ketosis. Like that's how you get there. And that's when right. people's brains get all foggy. Oh my gosh. I remember my brother was, was cutting out the carbs for a while and that boy just could not think he could like barely operate. Yeah. And I've been there too. It's like, you're just like, all right, we'll just keep it super low. See what happens. Yeah. <clears throat> and then well, anyone talks to you and you're like, get away from me. Well, and that's what, people. when we, okay. So we did the cleanse, what? 
as don't, I don't know. know eight months seven months ago sure um i don't i don't remember exactly that was almost no carb yeah it was very low it was very low very and there was and like the fruit you could eat was a grapefruit yeah which still i mean yeah I know, despite yeah. being bitter has a lot of carbs yeah but i feel like but that was it you could only eat that one piece of fruit a day yeah and then um it was all vegetables, which I love vegetables. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't know if I could do keto because, because can they have vegetables? They can have vegetables. Oh. It's, it's all about the numbers. But it's the numbers. I can't, I don't, I don't like to count uh, <laughs> when I eat. I mean, I know what I, like I count my protein and I count my um, carbs typically, yeah. but like if it's, if I know it's like a heavy fiber, like a leafy, leafy green or something, yeah. I kind of am like, no, I, I mean, probably don't get enough of this. I'm just going to oh, indulge yeah. in a, in a spinach. Um, <laughs> Spinach indulgence. Wow. Um, oh, my oh, mom's my, calling me. That's extreme. Um, I'll call her back in a minute. Uh, but um, I was going to say, oh, but there was one morning when we were doing that cleanse, probably on like day four or five. Mm-hmm. And I woke up and I like I stood up and my legs felt like they were falling asleep. Mm. Remember, I think I texted you like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Mm, yeah, yeah. And um, I felt so foggy. And yeah. I remember just like sitting on the couch like, I don't know if I'm going to make it today. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's especially hard hard uh, when you're working out and like lifting heavy weights and or just doing intense workouts sure. like that. And I I remember that's why I was like, nah, I'm still gonna eat sweet potatoes because we're I working know. out. And I've I just know just from reading and from experiencing it when you uh, when you cut those carbs low like that and then you try and work out. My mm-hmm. God, yeah, good luck. Yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, not not fun. I'm sure there's someone out there like, nah, nah, pussy, it's easy. <laughs> And it's probably one of the girls thinking that. You yeah. Know what I mean? Classic girls. Thank you. Um, I'll, I'll just tell you right now, I'm not thinking that. Oh, nice. It's not easy for me to cut out the carbs. No, I feel you. Um, I love, oh, you know what I love? It's chips and salsa. Oh, Or chips CNS. and guac. See, and oh, then like CNG. the... The salsa, though, I can't, I don't, I try not to do tomatoes, so. Yeah. Guac, the nightshade all day. Fruits. Nightshade fruits, yeah. Vegetables. Nightshade vegetables. Night nightshade plants. Nightshade I think plants. is actually what she said. Oh yeah, eggplant, potato, tomato. Mm-hmm. I still, I still never figured out where they're called. Uh, nightshade, but yeah, that was information passed on from uh, our good friend Emily, the acupuncturist. Uh I don't think it was Emily. No? I think it was um, the other lady. The other lady. Oh, the herbalist. Or no. You know what? Emily said it, and then the herbalist said it. Yeah, they I know both Emily said, said it. Um, yeah, I had a inflammation in my left arm mm-hmm. from basically lifting too much. So, yeah. skirt, skirt. Um, I went to see acupuncture, an acupuncturist who was awesome and uh, helped a lot and gave me a lot of good tips and stretches to do also yeah. told me to stop weightlifting yeah she does not like weightlifting um and so because she i mark referred her to me so she knew i was mark's friend i referred you girlfriend to her. or whoever i was wait what'd you say i referred you to her what did i say the opposite that i that i referred her to you <laughs> apologies that's all right um <laughs> i just want to make sure everyone knows that she doesn't have a speech issue she's Thank just you. an acupuncturist and you I do have a speech issue today. Oh, geez. That's not what I was saying. I was oh. saying 
you at the time needed help from an acupuncturist. I did. And I knew one. Oh, I see what you're saying. So yes, Very good. you knew you knew the acupuncturist sure. sent me to her, helped me out. Then I also went to see an herbalist. My mom, I can't ever remember this lady's name, but she's awesome too. Nice. And um, she basically told me the same things as Emily. And one of those things was stay away from nightshade plants like tomatoes. Yeah. So I try as best I can, but French fries sometimes are so hard to pass up. And I think mainly that's because they have a bunch of sugar in them, right? Like all those yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. They do. And, and sugar is just like... Makes you inflamed. Let me inflame you. Mm-hmm. But I notice a lot, it does hurt after eating tomatoes. Yeah. Because... And it was also interesting, random, kind of. But our cleanse that we did mm-hmm. was... That was the one for inflammation. Yeah, I believe so. It was the one that targets your hormones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There were no tomatoes in that whole thing. Mm. In all the recipes. No tomatoes, obviously no potatoes. Yeah. No, um, there were no, there was no eggplant. That was, those were good recipes too. I, I still make them. Yeah. Thanks for those recipes. I eat a lot of walnuts now. I know. I'll eat them by the fistful. Oh yeah. Fistful. And especially a frozen walnut. My God. It's like candy. Remarkable. Yeah. It tastes real good. So there is um, another book that I've uh, looked into when it comes to all this health nut stuff mm. called Body Love. And I can't remember the girl's name right off the top of my head. It's Kelly something that wrote it. Clarkson? No, mm. but that would be fun. Um, I guess. No, but it's uh, she. It's very similar recipes to the cleanse, the, horm- the inflammation cleanse that sure. we did. Or just a lot of... Again, she talks about, she just goes into the science of it. So she talks about like why we need as much fiber that we should like, that we should be getting in a day. Why we need. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she has a whole, she's got diagrams and what happens to your blood sugar after you eat certain foods Mm. and, um, what causes you to feel hungry and that sometimes it's not real. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's super interesting. Always makes me think when my stomach growls that maybe it's not real. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's how when you eat a bunch of carbs, then it spikes your insulin and then exactly. Oh, I need to keep eating. Exactly. And then you're like, Oh, I'm so hungry, but I've just eaten so much. Then you get hangry. I guess I get more hangry. Uh, and you really haven't eaten. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's when it really kicks in. I know. A little bit no food, a whole lot of coffee, <laughs> oh, extra gosh, rage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone leave me alone. Oh, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Classic. It's classic stuff. <laughs> We're just talking about real issues here, friend. Yeah. But you know what has never left me feeling hungry or unsatisfied? Bean chata, the delicious bean beverage fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Please drink responsibly. Sorry, it was just part of the contract. I had to get that. Oh, that yeah, one no, in there. I. Yeah, I almost, you know, I don't even notice when you do that anymore. It's just like so smooth. Yeah. I I mean, it's part of my lifestyle now. Well, it's part of our lifestyle now. Now that I'm in in this with you, man. Dang. That's a good point. (laughs) Community. Unity. Oh. Togetherness. Togetherness. Yeah. Together as one. That was a rave. I went to. Um, You've been to a rave? Well, it was more of a festival, not really a rave. Uh, You really do learn something new every day. You probably would consider it a rave. Real ravers would consider it a festival. Because, like, back in the day, my cousin, when, so I was like six, so this was like in the mid 90s, she was Mm -hmm. going to raves. Those were raves. Those were like warehouse parties with techno and just like crazy. Really? Oh my God. Yeah. I can't picture her doing that. Well, she was 
a lot younger. And, yeah, uh, I, I didn't know her then. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I went to Together as One when I was probably uh, 21. Okay. Roughly. Uh, and one of the biggest memories I have from that night was being, uh, what is the word? Oh man. Oh, I can't think of the word I want to use. Uh, yes, I can. Being impaled in the eye <laughs> by a big, uh, silver glittery, um, star crown thing. You were struck by a star? Well, it was attached to a uh, uh, effeminate male's forehead, and I was walking <gasps> through the crowd, and like I turned, and he had this like this crown thing, this crown of shiny star glory, and it just like wow. jabbed me in the eyeball it, in the middle of like you know you're in the middle of like hundreds of people like, F, mm -hmm. weaving your way through, oh yeah, trying to get to the front, which is in and of itself. A somewhat hectic hectic experience yeah and then yeah you get jabbed in the eye one time and you're just like what just happened i'm pretty sure i Ooh. took I, I think i took a note in my phone like when it happened because i think i thought it was so, like i was mad but i thought it was so funny at the same time yeah oh for sure i was like what just happened to me like some unicorn just stabbed me in the eye <laughs> it was uh it was unpleasant um, but I tell you this much, hmm. I still remember it to this day. I bet. So, uh, together as one yeah, brought us all a little bit more together that day. I think, I don't know. I was gonna say, I think dead muscles there, but that's wrong. I saw him somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah. So Man. good times. Speaking of dead mouse, oh. I really want to take, uh, some, you ever seen those master classes? Have you seen those what? online? There's uh, things called master classes. I already am a master, so. Oh, geez, that's right. So I for sometimes I forget that some people don't care to keep educating themselves even after they've received some sort of formal piece of paper, which uh, denotes to, uh, to whoever sees that piece of paper that they're really well educated. Sometimes I don't realize that. But what I uh, plan on doing is to be a lifelong learner. And if I can inspire anyone else out there to do <laughs> the same thing, uh, you know, please take this opportunity to uh, join me in, in my journey. Right now, I'm getting a weird number one signal from my co-host, and uh, she seems really to be uh, enthusiastic about this point. Would you like to weigh in? I have nothing to say to you nice. right now. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is these masterclasses, man, uh, I haven't taken one yet, so I can't vouch for their goodness, but the trailers they make for them look really good. Uh, and they just put one out for you can learn production from Timbaland. Timbaland being um, an excellent uh, producer who's worked with Justin Bieber. I mean, Justin Timberlake, not Justin Bieber. Uh, Justin Timberlake, Missy Elliott, a lot of lit ass people. They have all kinds of crazy stuff. Steve wow. Martin teaches a comedy class, Ron Howard teaches a directing class, uh, Herzog teaches about writing. Think about writing. Freaking Herbie Hancock, she's about playing piano. Mm -hmm. Like you can learn real skills from sure. uh, real people who have really done stuff. You know, uh -huh. people who could probably take criticism. Um, people who have invented in their fields. <laughs> Mark, uh, have you had a long day? What do you mean? You just seem tired. <laughs> oh, I don't feel tired. I felt like a, I feel like a, I was really on a roll there. Oh. 
All right. Jeez. Carry on. Well, uh, I mean, that's really it. I just want to say that I really want to take that uh, take that master class. Sounds exciting. Sounds fun. Well, then I support you in your endeavors. Nice. So maybe I'll spend the next few minutes trying to convince you to keep learning. Uh, let me make the case for education. So, Marie, I would really urge you, even though you are a master, I think we can all continue to learn throughout life. I would say, you know, pick up a book, maybe uh, whatever sort of book you like. It could be a dictionary. You could learn a new word. Uh, it could be a thesaurus. You could learn a, a new word in a different way. Um, geez, you could pick up any number of books. The Bhagavad Gita. And you could learn some of the amazing stories from, uh, you know, the Vedas and stuff like that. Anyhow. So what you're saying is I should pick up a dictionary. Yes. And look things up. How about I look up the word condescending? Here we go. Oh, please do. This is an adjective showing or implying a usually patronizing descent from dignity or superiority. They resented the older's, older neighbor's condescending cordiality. Mark, I resent your condescending cordiality. Uh, was that all the definition or was some of that example? Some of that was example. Okay. Which part was example? They resented the older neighbor's condescending cordiality. You understand you're on a microphone. You don't have to yell. Is that right? I felt the need. <laughs> I understand. You did it. Here, oh, condescend, please. a verb. To behave as if one is conscious of descending from a superior position, rank, or dignity. Do you see, how, Mark, how it says, as if, implying that it's not really your rank? <laughs> Or a priority for you it's, I feel... to insinuate that I do not want to learn more. <laughs> Let me continue. This one's better. The oh, second please. verb definition. Okay. To stoop or deign to do something. Okay. For example, he would not condescend to misrepresent the facts. Mm, I don't think that's... That one doesn't apply. I was going to say, I don't think that's the definition you were hoping it was. Nope. I think you just liked that the word stoop was in there. So you were hoping that it would then apply to what I was saying and how you felt about what I was saying? But. It didn't. Here's what I will do. Please. I will give you an alternate. Sure. It's This is what I call. Um, a synonym? Offering a, a solution to your problem of being condescending. Okay. You can use the word condescend and we'll use it like this. Let's hear it. To put aside one's dignity or superiority voluntarily and assume equality with one regarded as inferior. Since you regard me as inferior, why don't you put aside your superiority and join me down here in the slums? So, that's uh, the slums. So, I guess what we Whatever. Could, yeah, slums. So... Stop it! Oh, I'm just trying to help. Uh, wait, so read that last definition again? No. I already know you're going to twist this to make you sound better. <laughs> I'm not going to stoop to such a level. You know what? I, I will I will condescend then to your level and uh, join you back back here. Again, uh, getting the getting some sort of salute. You're number one. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you always keep a dictionary handy and never lose your cool. You know what never loses its cool? Bean shada. A delicious bean beverage fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Please drink responsibly. And that's going to be it for The Good Talks. My name is Mark Little. And I am one Marie Murataya. 
Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Bye-bye.